So you don't do it when you walk in and say, hi, my name's Amy. I'll be singing somewhere from Over the Rainbow. And you've never heard of it because it's a new show because I wrote it myself. And by the somewhere way, Somewhere right? from <laughs> Over the Rainbow. <laughs> oh, comedy gold. <laughs> Hello! We are here with Sun Sounds of Arizona in Flagstaff, Arizona, and welcome to episode 14 of Untamed Shrews, Women Talk Theater, presented by the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. I'm Hannah. And I'm Becky, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we have Amy Bjorklund with us, the new production manager at Flagstaff <laughs> Shakespeare Festival. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Amy. Uh, but before we get officially started on today's topic, how is everyone? Um, and also, Dawn is not here today. She texted us this morning saying that she's in baby land, so <laughs> Dawn will not be here today. So this will be our first um, just Becky and Duo. I shrew day. We got Duo this. Duo interview. No. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> um, I'm good. How are you? You just got back from New York. Yeah, I went back um, for, I guess, like a long weekend, uh, specifically to uh, see the Winnie the Pooh musical <laughs> <I love> show. That. <laughs> That was playing um, in New York City, which has just closed, but is headed to Chicago. And then from there, I think they have plans to take it on tour. And it was just so stinking cute. Oh, Yeah, I have a friend um, whose partner works, uh, did something in the lighting department. And we saw him there and he was like, yeah, we thought that this was going to be like a lot of kids in the audience, <laughs> but it's just a lot of adults for like the nostalgia of it. And totally. I'm like, of course it is. Like, that's why we're here. I went with my mom and my sister. Have you seen the Zoe Chanel one? No. Ugh. Of Winnie the Pooh? The Zoe Chanel Winnie <laughs> the Pooh just brings me tears. You must watch okay. it. Me and my brother weirdly quote it all the time. Great. Good. <laughs> but it has all Zoe De Chanel music. Okay. It's huh. adorable. It's very aesthetic. It's super cute, but I highly recommend. Nice. Good. Well, yeah. welcome back. Yeah. It's a Wednesday. It's cold here. It's February. Happy February. Yeah. Goodness gracious, it's February. Yeah. January which, was so weird. Yeah. And actually, so Amy, uh, which maybe you'll talk about this, I don't know, but you're making masks and you just... Uh, did a Valentine's Day line or yeah. <laughs> Valentine's uh, Day yeah. line? <laughs> the my design, my Valentine's Day release. Um, St. Patrick's Day is coming. Yes. <laughs> um, which I got a mask from you and I wore it yes. today because I'm like, it's February I, and it's full of hearts and sparkles. And I love, I'm looking at it right now. You <laughs> both are looking at me, looking off screen. I'm just admiring my mask from Amy. Well, this seems like the perfect time. Hey, Amy. Hey. How the heck are you? Can you introduce yourself to the internet world? Yes, of course. Hello, internet world. We've met. I'm on you all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm actually in California right now, and it's beautiful and sunny, but windy. Ooh, like that biting, too. chilly yeah. wind that cuts through. Uh, I'm great, other than a little chilly today. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we've had like literal wind advisories. It's yeah. been pretty crazy here in Flag. Yeah. It's, uh, I just don't like being cold. So I'm like officially over, officially over uh, winter. <laughs> I am ready for spring and summer. So over yes. it. See, I love being cold, which is why I did not always do well in Phoenix. Oh, mm. yeah. I would much sense. rather add layer upon layer upon layer than continue to have to remove things Be until hot. suddenly they're like, ma'am, you have to put your shirt back. <laughs> like, it's 120 um, degrees. Ma'am, uh, <laughs> no. you're naked. <laughs> yeah. And still sweating and disgusting. Yeah. So could you please 
go jump in the pool or something. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, well, Amy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what what are your hyphens? Uh, you're currently in Sacramento, but what's a bit about your background? Where have you been? <laughs> I have been everywhere, man, yep. to quote the song. Um, so I am an actor and a director and a singer. I used to be a dancer, but I would say now I'm probably a singer who can dance. <laughs> Strong mover. I learned mover, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned quickly when I lived in New York and was going to equity dance calls that I am not a dancer. Ooh, I, I can dance. I feel yeah. that so yeah. much. So that was that was my first when I was in my twenties and I had to just, you know, that realization of, oh, I might not be able to do everything as well as other people can. Yeah, um yeah. so and then so that's professionally. I also am a film professor and I teach theater and acting and like set design and technical theater and theater history and this Wait, I did court, not realize this, oh I'm sorry to yeah. cut you off I didn't no, realize no, that you taught set design I do yeah I've, I've caught, taught set design a couple of times nice okay and it always <laughs> makes me want to be a set designer like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then this semester at one of the colleges I'm teaching um like a women in performing arts leadership course oh, yeah so that's really nice so I have three young females that we just talk about this actually what it means to totally. be a female but more in the leadership roles like um, instructors yeah. or ADs or things like that OMG can you give them extra credit to listen to our podcast <laughs> <laughs> I'll just ask them to Please and they do. would <laughs> and they're all over the country too so oh, it's, that's cool oh, it's kind of cool so yeah that's kind of what like on my bio, it would say, and then um, I make masks because mm-hmm. we are in the third year of this the pandemic. Yeah. yeah, and yes, uh, so I've I'm my sewing skills are increasing, and <laughs> I crochet, and oh, I you read. Crochet. Yeah. You're such a good crocheter. Yes. <laughs> you always yeah, give one of cast my, gifts that are crocheted. Yes. Cast gifts are my favorite things to find and learn and give. Yes. Love it. Yeah. My rose. Uh, you give everyone yeah. a rose after. What Midsummer in Hamlet, yeah. Yeah. and it's yeah. hanging up in my room. Yeah, yeah, and I'll have yeah. cast members that will like. I made bookmarks for Sense and Sensibility, and then I'll hear from someone mm-hmm. that they use their bookmarks, or it's it's kind of cool to kind of be remembered yeah. as we you know get away from the shows. Yeah, and then you know, I'm funnily enough. <laughs> okay, so remember in Titus, you gave us the little pies, the mm-hmm. little empanadas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> she made little crocheted crocheted pasties, and um, I gave it to my little nephew. Uh-huh. And it's still in his little toy box. Aww. And every time I like go home to see see them, um, it's just a little empanada. And it's so cute. I just think it's so silly. But with human meat. Just, which is yeah, it oh, true. Good. I never told him that it was a human pie. <laughs> Smart. One day I'll learn the true yeah. origin. Yeah. Sometime <laughs> I'll tell him about Titus Andronicus. It'll be a rite of passage. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Yes. Um, and then, uh, so then the other things, just I'm currently getting my second master's at ASU oh, in film so studies. So many masters. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, why not? Why that's, not? It's a vid, right? Because then yeah. I also yeah. last year became a certified um, website coder because I was like, well, I'm <laughs> home. Not? Might as well oh. learn how to make websites. Wow. Amy I does so that. much. Yeah. You gotta keep busy. Gotta, gotta keep busy. Yeah. And, you know, you're also our production manager now. So. There is that. I also have five jobs. Yeah, so, yes. so many jobs. <laughs> yep. Well, this seems like the perfect transition to, you know, my first question about degrees. Um, your thoughts on degrees. Clearly, you are, like, all about education. What do we think yeah. about degrees? I've considered getting a master's. 
Um, it's kind of scary to go back to school, but also, you know, getting a degree in theater that you have to pay for is also scary. Um, so yeah, I'd love to hear more about your experience with getting, I know that you got your master's in London, your first master's in London, right? Uh, in, you're in Birmingham, but yeah. Okay. Gotcha. 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 Um, so yeah, I would just love to pick your brain about, you know, what you feel like degrees have helped you achieve and whether or not you recommend other young people getting secondary degrees in theater and how you feel like they've helped you. Sure. So I, I right out of high school did get my undergrad. So Mm -hmm. I do, whether it's a trade school or like, it doesn't have to be a four year, but I do think there is a skill to time management Mm -hmm. and learning how to do things yourself in your early twenties that college Mm -hmm. gives you that not a lot of places do. Yeah. So, I mean, work definitely. So, but even a year trade learning to be an esthetician or a plumber or work with your hands, like whatever your other, your, your passion is, I think trade schools and colleges are vital because they teach you life skills that maybe we don't get in high school because we're kind of maybe coddled in high school and like Mm -hmm. told when to go where and when to eat. And you, those are all the things you learn in college. And you're also still like literally a child. (laughs) Yeah. You're learning. You're, you're learning how to, you know, get drunk on a Saturday night and then work on 4am on Sunday morning. (laughs) Things that only college can teach. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The real truths. Yeah. yeah, Living with six other people and having a a literal roommate that you share a two beds in one room with like yeah. these are things that you don't do in your 50s right and or yeah. you, well I mean maybe you do no judgment <laughs> True. but um that's it's such this foundational learning that only college or that kind of environment can give so I am a believer in second in, in secondary education at undergrad but as far as the next level up I chose to not get my master's until about 10 years after my undergrad mm-hmm. Because I specifically wanted to work in the industry. Yeah. So after college, I danced on a cruise ship for a year. And then I lived in LA and, you know, did everything an LA actor in the early 20s does. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to New York when I got my equity card. And I was like, yes, let's go do New York for a couple of years. Uh, And school really wasn't on my mind because I wanted to perform. And so it didn't make any sense to me. Like you were saying, it doesn't make any sense to spend $30,000, dollars $50,000 to go just do what I wanted to do. Right. Um, but I was always uh, older, more grounded, more wise for my age. So I was not playing ingenues and I wasn't playing, like I was playing mm-hmm. showgirls, but they don't like, but I wasn't playing the, you know, the Joannas or, and yeah. that's not my vocal type. So I, I was kind of too young to play the roles that I physically and vocally could oh, play. Totally. Was gotcha. meant to play. Yeah. So when I hit my early thirties, I said, Hey, well, I'm, I have a good, probably five, 10 years. And you look crazy young. You look crazy young. So you were like, (laughs) so you were like, ah, shoot, I need 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) Give me 20 years before I can play. And then I can play. Yeah. Yeah. The, the um, lady M's and the, you know, all this the Kassanheim is written very much like Shakespeare where you have ingenues or you have leading women and right. I was never vocally right for ingenues and so I was like okay I just need to age into leading women yeah what should I do for the next 10 years yeah wow that happens Ooh, I feel this <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so then that then that's when I went to graduate school because I knew I was I kind of hit a point in my career that I had to 
I just, it was time to do more education. It was time to get more training because I was working and I was working consistently, but um, I wanted to be better at my job. And so to do that, I I decided to, yes, spend the money and just take a year and focus totally on acting. And it, I think it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Yeah. And that was in the UK. Yes. Yeah. Cause then I could get it in a year. I also, okay, you know, okay. I'm like, all about time management. I was like, how can <laughs> yeah. I get my master's done? Yeah. What's the quickest track? Yeah. yeah. Now, and when- I also wanted a PhD at some point, and so I didn't want to get an MFA, which is a terminal degree. I wanted to get an MA, which then oh. could lead into a PhD. <gasps> I did not. Well, know yeah, that. I did not know this. This is such oh. good info. Okay. Yeah. So, so MFAs are fantastic. Like I love yeah. MFAs, but they don't really lead easily to... lead into the PhD. Fascinating really? track, which yeah. is what I want. Yeah. And oh. when you. Um, auditioned for Birmingham School of Acting, mm-hmm. right? BSA? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's called Birmingham Conservatory now, I think. Oh, the okay. name changed. But okay. same thing, yeah. Yeah. Did you um, go to Erda's? Did you do the mass audition for it? Or did you, were you, did you specifically research that? And you're like, nope, that's the school. It's Birmingham No, no. <laughs> no, no. I specifically researched Yale and Harvard mm. and Juilliard and Tisch. Like those are the classes I, those are the ones that yeah. I was like, this is it. And so I did go to Erdas in Chicago. Okay. Um, and loved it. Spent three days just, you know, sitting in hallways that and whirlwind. waiting for my mm-hmm. name to be called. Oh, yes. Yeah. But then I was walking down a hallway and BSA was there and they had, uh, they had a slot. And you know, when you're kind of done with your slot for the Erdas and you're kind of waiting for the next day and are you going to get called for any college to come in whatnot? going to have this block of time and you can kind of you can go audition for other schools that are there that aren't part of Erda but have you know secured a room right. in the hotel yep. <laughs> we are here come yeah come, come dance us. for us yeah we uh when, yes. we, when I was in school prepping for Erda's we called it like the black market because it was like yeah. these shady schools like we're not with Erda's, but come, come audition for us yeah the like so, underbelly yeah yes so that's, that's what I, that's how I found BSA was the black market of Erdas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but they were there and, um, three, three people from the school were there and thank goodness I had two contrasting Shakespeare pieces yeah. and, and I'm just telling you everyone, you never know when you're going to need it. Oh, totally. So have it ready. And, and I, you know, I'd been auditioning for 10 years, but you never know what they're going to ask for. And then, um, mm. an acapella song nice. and I got my offer letter and, and then you went. And then I went. It's so funny, though, because I just like, I mean, you're I mean, I I know you pretty well at this point. I just can't (laughs) imagine like I know how well you would fit into the UK lifestyle. So I'm just like, I I don't know. It just seems like it was meant to be. I don't know. Maybe that's why I walked down that hallway. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yes. Well, and at the time, because I'm sure all of us do this, I was like, well, maybe Cause I was working a job that I didn't like and, but it was in a hospital. And so I thought maybe something in the medical mm-hmm. field. And so I was really researching uh, physical therapy. Oh. Yeah. Being a physical therapist. Cause I had, cause I had my massage therapy certificate certification. So I was certified massage ther- it's, I, it's like <laughs> insane. I just, I don't understand. <laughs> so I was <laughs> literally, yeah. Uh, so I was doing that and I was like, well, I really like the human body and how yeah. it works and all of this. And maybe I should be a, not just the massage therapist. How can I get to the height of my totally. field? I'll be a physical therapist. And um, then I sat and sat because that's the best way to think is to just like, like poo. You just sit yeah. and you think just, and you yeah. think and you think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, I would much rather, like when I thought about my dream life as a physical therapist, it was like 
my own practice on the beach <laughs> that I'd make hundreds of thousands of dollars a oh, year doing. And that would be the only way I was happy. And then when I thought about my career as an actor, I was like, I would be happy in a black box in the back alley of no home. Yeah. Like, I don't care where I do it. I just want to do it. And that kind of was my deciding factor to, mm. to continue that path instead of a different path. Yeah. Physical therapy would, be, would have had to have been like, you would have had to have been like the most successful you could ever possibly be. You would yes. have had to like break the glass ceiling of that, yeah. <laughs> of yes. that entire industry to be happy. Totally. Where yeah. I'll just break the indus- the glass ceiling of this industry. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> and be just as happy. And yeah. with physical therapists, um, like on the West Side Tour, we traveled with one because oh. that show was so dance heavy mm-hmm. um, yeah. that we just, we always had one with us. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, and I, 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 had, I did a show with a woman who ended up being a physical therapist on Broadway with nice. like specific shows. Yeah. That's, like, cool. that's the coolest job. Yeah, yeah that is funky. You, was this woman always like whenever there was a show, she was there or was it like yeah. she was on call? Okay. Yeah. No, no. She Yeah. Like her full-time job was to be at the theater. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. With, with secondary degrees, I've thought about doing it, you know, and I just kind of told myself if I'm ever not working, I would do it. And I guess I'm glad to say that I've never not been working in the field. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess what scares me the most is just like the money. Like I, I had a full ride for my undergrad. So mm-hmm. a master's just scares me because, you know, I got out of my undergrad degree with no debt and I really don't want to do that. So I've kind of looked a little bit into like um, fully funded programs. But of yeah. course, the fully funded programs are like the hardest to get into because Sure. Everyone wants to go to a fully funded program. And I don't know. I'm still thinking about it. I mean, I'm 26, so I have plenty of time. Yeah. Um, but it would be it would be a big, big life decision because yeah. here, at, you know, here in Flagstaff, NAU does not have a master's program that I would want to do. So it mm-hmm. would require leaving. Um, and I don't think I would want to do a master's online. Um, I think I would want to be there in the room. Um, so I don't know. It's definitely something I've considered. Bex? Yeah, I've thought about it. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I went to Erda's oh, right. yeah. my senior year of college, um, and I didn't go with the specific desire to get into a school. Mm-hmm. Um, I went because I wanted that experience of this like mass audition mm-hmm. with a group of people who I am comfortable with and I'm friends with, like my senior class, basically. Right. Um, so kind of just having that comfort to it. And to give it a go. Yeah. And I did have some luck. Um, I eventually did not, or yeah, I haven't gone to grad school yet, um, but it has always been something that's on my mind. Um, I always say that I'm just like casually looking at grad schools. Like yeah. I say it, <laughs> but I'm dating them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> not um, intentionally. Not no. intentionally dating grad schools. Here. Just looking just, for friends with benefits my of grad schools. <laughs> My grad school hope phase. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I'm not doing any, like, research. And I just feel like if the time is right or if I, yeah, feel like there's a lull or I feel like I am looking for that extra education. Or just a change. A change, yeah. yeah. And I I do see a world in which I do eventually go to grad school for acting. Um, I'm just yeah. not making any moves for it. Totally. Yeah. And much yeah. like, Amy, I think you mentioned, I – Right after undergrad, I wanted to get real-world experience. I'd only mm-hmm. ever been in school up until mm-hmm. that point. So I didn't want to go from school to school to school to school. And for some people, yeah. that works for them. That's their path. For me, yeah. But for me, yeah, I just – I wanted and I needed that real-world experience. I agree. I think the the other thing about getting a secondary degree for me is I – 
have so many interests I don't know which one I would choose <laughs> like yeah. I want to do acting I want to also get an arts administration <laughs> like I want an arts administration degree I want uh you know dance I want so music I want like there is there something schools. that's everything yeah so I know someone there's a school just outside of Philly um huh. at least when she went through the program it was like this so I don't know if that's the same but she I believe it's an MA and um so she had like a concentration for her MA, but then they also needed to do like another aspect. Oh. So I think the other thing that she did was like set design mm-hmm. or maybe it was like TDing or something, mm-hmm. but that was like built into the program. So interesting. So they do exist. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I would be afraid to just get an acting master's or just get a directing or just get an arts admin. Mm-hmm. Cause I just, I do all of it. So I want a little bit more of everything. Maybe I just need like six masters. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, now you're, now you're talking about all the money you're scared yeah, of spending exactly. yeah. <laughs> but I think and I say this to my undergrad students as well it, it it's college is what you make of it right. so totally it, the classes you take it's exactly so yeah. you, I you know based on kind of where you are now I would say in the next five years I Hannah I see you getting a master's in arts administration mm-hmm. and then you also act and you also dance and right but no but that masters in the business side of of our world is invaluable and that will be used the rest of your life totally and you will always act and you will always dance and you will always sing like the same with becky like this is it's a thing that and that's one you can get online as well but it's true so i mean i think it's why you know when students are like i don't know what to major in a major in business because we are selling ourselves so that's marketing. our job is to marketing yeah. business because um, yeah. that's all we do. I know. But, and I would say um, take the word it's scary out because <laughs> yeah. life is scary. Oh, for sure. Pandemics yeah. are scary. Driving in a car is scary. Having <laughs> debt is scary. You're going to have debt. Yeah. You're going to have debt when you buy a house. You're going to have debt if you ever get married. You're going to yeah. have debt if you decide to travel. Debt will be with you. I know very few people who don't have any debt. Money's a construct. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a construct that rules our lives. No, but (laughs) don't worry. I'm not like a weird conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Wait, very, very funny side note. Can I talk about a random conspiracy theory? Okay. (laughs) Here at NAU, there's there's an entire club called Birds Aren't Real. (laughs) Have you heard of the Birds Aren't Real movement? I have. Gina is shaking her head. I'm looking at birds. So there's or this, are you? Are they real? <laughs> Wait, I promise we'll get back to the real topic. But apparently there's like a satirical conspiracy called Birds Aren't Real. And it's about, at least I, I well, gosh, I, I hope it's satirical. Gina, is it real? It, well, there are pieces of realness to oh, it. But no. of course you have to realize I heard about it through my 15-year-old niece. Right. And through my 20-year-old son. Okay. So. I think it's a funny thing. Okay. I think so too, especially the two of them in particular. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. They don't believe it, but then they're they're like, there are people that do. Oh, goodness. Okay. okay. Yeah. So apparently, okay. I thought it was satirical. Maybe it's not. But anywho, it's the birds aren't real movement. And it's like the whole thing where they're like, you know, those birds sitting on the like, uh electrical wires up there they're charging they're not real birds those are fake birds they're droid birds and it's like they're watching you anywho (laughs) birds aren't real okay okay so Uh, people who are going to go google that don't google that google flag shakes 
yeah. and what shows we're doing and who yeah. we are. Do not spend your Do time. Do not spend your time on Berserk. Spend your time <laughs> looking at Shakespeare plays and and listen company. to Untamed Shrews. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice plug. Nice. Go look at Amy's website. <laughs> right. Go do anything else. Hire Amy. Yeah. Oh, right. Anywho. <laughs> oh, actually, that leads me to a question. Just Great. going off of websites. Um, yeah. And then in my mind, going to like resumes and stuff. Amy, when you um, are going in for an audition or when you are going in for something that's uh, specific. Um, I don't know if you've ever gone in for a set design interview or anything like that. Do you Mm -hmm. tailor your theatrical resume to just that specific or do you also include like I also do this or please ask like ask for my production management resume. How do we do this? I have like I have like three resumes. (laughs) If I focus (laughs) based on so I if I'm going in for an acting um, audition and you only get that five minutes, that's, I'm just focusing on selling myself as an actor. Yeah. Um, but then in talking with them or in meeting them or in then saying thank you to them afterwards, when you send your, it was great to have three callbacks. It's great. I totally mm-hmm. fine. I didn't get the show. If you ever need anything else, here's everything else I do. Yeah. I think that's the tale. That's a follow-up that a lot of people forget to do. Your general auditions, yes, you don't need to send thank yous for meeting yous because they're going to see hundreds of people. But if yeah. you've been with, if you've seen this casting director, you've seen this director three times because it's down to three of you for this one role and you've spent an hour with them, yeah. you send a thank you. Thank you for your time. It was great meeting all of you. If you ever need a production manager, if you ever need someone to help with set design, if anything like that, that's when you put your foot in the door. You don't yeah. do it when you walk in the shit. You don't shake hands, but you don't do it when you walk in and say, hi, my name's Amy. I'll be singing somewhere from Over the Rainbow. And you've never heard of it because it's a new show because I wrote it myself. And by the somewhere way, right? Somewhere from <laughs> Over the Rainbow. Oh, <laughs> uh, comedy gold. <laughs> so you yeah. you pick your time. And I think that that missing piece, the plug yourself after is, is where you then yeah. plug yourself after. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's great. But as far as fixing your resume based on what you're auditioning for, heck to the yes. <laughs> if you are auditioning for a Shakespeare piece, for a Shakespeare company or a Shakespeare show, and Shakespeare is buried five inches into your resume, no, no. doesn't matter if you did it five years ago. Click it to the top so they know you played that role. Yeah. yeah. You put you you weight it based on. Move and if you're shows. going in for musical theater, put your Shakespeare down at the bottom. Yeah. Let it be there still. But I heard when dinosaurs roamed the earth, they used to say it has to be chronological. And I was, and oh, then that has changed. No, no. Who Not cares? Too chronological. Yeah. Yeah. And if you've worked for someone really cool, make sure their name the is where they're yeah. going to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Becky has even highlighted. Oh, I have. Yeah. For um, if it's a show that I've already done. So like Indecent, um, I did it with Flag Shakes. And then a couple years ago when a lot of theater companies um, were also doing it, I just highlighted it. <laughs> on my resume wow. oh I see I just pop it to yeah. the top but yeah 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 or that yeah yeah you I don't know like, the first I've thing been in say. this show <laughs> hire me yeah. yeah I've heard that like and maybe this is more for business I'm sure it's the same for theater but um people will look at your resume for an average of like three to five seconds oh, yeah so if you can't like yeah highlight grab their attention put on the top of what's the most important quote-unquote to them uh yeah. you could lose them so yeah and you don't yeah. want them looking at your resume while you're performing so let them look yeah. at it after yeah. 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 So you want them to just Oh, that's the down. worst. You're like, then, "Sir, I'm singing yeah. my heart out right now <laughs> to this random song from song. over the rainbow." Yes. Yes. <laughs> Somewhere from, from the musical over the rainbow. Over the rainbow. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And they're looking at your resume and you're like, look at me. 
it's, but it happens yeah so. oh, it's the worst you're not supposed to be looking at them anyway so it doesn't true yeah. true oh oh goodness gracious i feel like i was just taken back to like oh, my horror stories seriously. of auditioning oh my gosh we need to have an audition I, episode oh yeah oh yes yeah and yeah, yeah. yeah. Not uh, horror stories, but maybe a good house. Yeah, oh, good yeah. stuff. I good mean, stuff. definitely a horror story one because I love our silly episodes. Um, <laughs> also, anyone listening, guys, our um, show disasters episode, I laughed out loud editing that episode. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to it, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Okay, moving on. Selfless plug. Um, <laughs> I want to know about day jobs. Um, what are yeah. our best day jobs for actors? What are the day jobs we've had that work? What are the day jobs we've had that do not work? Um, I mean, obviously, all three of us have worked in um, arts administration. So for me, that's been my best day job is mm-hmm. working, obviously, for Flag Shakes as our marketing director, um, but also being able to act, dance, direct, all those things. But I've also, I had, you know, years ago, I had pretty good luck as a barista. You know, mm-hmm. schedules worked out pretty well for that. I could work early mornings and still have all my evenings and honestly most of my daytimes too. If I worked mm-hmm. like the 6 to 12 shift, mm-hmm. I could still get to rehearsal at 1 o'clock and it was really not too bad. So I highly recommend if you're struggling as an actor, it's not working for you. Uh, being a barista worked for me pretty well. Oh yeah. I used to do the 4.30 to 12.30 yeah. shift yeah. at Starbucks or 4.30 to 10.30. That's mm-hmm. my when I lived in LA. And it was for that exact reason. Yeah. And I got hired with those things. I said right. specifically, I only want to work somewhere that I will, like I only want a cafe where I work opening and I'm gone right. by 11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never want to work another shift. So don't yeah. hire me if you need a night person. Right. Yeah. I was very clear about my needs. That's great that you were so forthcoming with the with your schedule and mm-hmm. if it didn't work for them it didn't work for them i don't and know starbucks I, whatever yeah, yeah they right? want the 4 30 person who else <laughs> yeah, wants the 4 30 shift are you kidding me yeah 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 i don't know there's definitely been moments where i'm like oh like should i tell them or i'll wait blah 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 and then it's like well mm. if i would have just been more honest with them and if that wasn't the job for me that wasn't the job for me yeah. um rather than just like worrying about it um, totally i think like, you make a, the a great point definitely yeah it's you, it's going to come out what you actually do. Very few people want to work these day jobs as their actual job. They have other things that they do. So I think the more honest that we can be, and again, setting that standard of being honest, Hey, I'm here for a paycheck. I'm promise I'm going to be a good worker. I will show up for work, but this is not my passion. Right. When I'm here, I'll focus, but here's what I need to be able to do what I want to do. And I can't take it home. Like I'm not taking this job home. Yeah. Totally. But I think then you have, if, if managers saw that someone who's focused enough to say that and driven enough to be like, here's, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come in every day, five days a week for six hours a week, wait for six hours a shift. And you have me for that time. I won't be on my phones. I won't be doing anything else. I'm here. But if you don't need me that time, I'm not going to be here. And I think the more that we can be harness our own power to be strong enough to say yes this is what i want and this is what i'm asking for and again being okay if they say no that's not going to work great it's not a job for me yeah most of the jobs that i've taken have been like that what other day jobs work you mentioned massage therapy i have um an actor friend who did that i've Mm -hmm. also heard stuff like yoga instructor and pilates Mm -hmm. instructor things like that where you build your own schedule can be really good do you have other day jobs that you've done over the years that really worked out well, when I lived in New York, I 
loved my day job because I was a temp. Mm. And so speaking of jobs that you're totally fine walking away from. (laughs) Totally. um, But it worked really well because I had a great temp company that I worked for and they knew that I was there. Plus it's a skill set that will be used on every continent in every city, in every state. You will always need a secretary. You will Mm -hmm. always need someone who can answer the phone well. Like I would say that's another skill to really, really know. Yeah. Because there are people who are terrible at it. But if you can be good at it, you will work the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, so, but I used to, like, I would leave my, my flat at five. I would sign up for my equity call at 6 a.m. When, con- when, when old fashioned, when it was, re- you had to go in and do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you still, um, oh, actually, I don't know if pandemic changed, but there are some that you still, like, you ma- maybe it's like yeah. the two slots at the end of the hour That's or whatnot, weird. where it's not online. But yeah. yeah, well, it's intentional for people who maybe don't have access to a computer mm-hmm. or right. who didn't sign up in time. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. yeah. Sorry, I have so the internet many a was around, but... <laughs> I know nothing. Yeah, about we didn't this. really play with it as much. Yeah. So yeah, you would. I would walk to the. I would walk to the AEA building. I would sign up, and then I would go to work, and I would sign up for a lunchtime slot or an after four o'clock slot, and I would go to work in my little heels, mm-hmm. and then I'd work, and then I would run back in to the AEA. I would do my <laughs> slot time. I would run that. So I would yeah. work my lunch hour based on when my audition time was. Right. Um. And then, so I did that the two years I lived in New York. Gotcha. And then when I, during audition season, February, March, January, February, March, I just would save and not, mm, work, not work as oh, much yeah. those those two months because I yeah. knew that those days would be eight hour audition days right. all the time. Yeah. So temping, I'm, I'm a big plus. The other part, temping is, it's gotten me a lot of other jobs because there's a skill to being a good temp that once you harness it and once you're good at it, you need to work with people quickly. You need to understand how people think quickly. You need mm. to pick up on jobs quickly and you need to be able to learn a lot of skills fast. And that has helped me as an actor and has helped me in shows because you learn how to deal with a lot of different personalities that maybe yeah. aren't how you think. Um, yeah. And I also feel like there are some moments in the rehearsal room where maybe the director is asking an actor to do something and the actor is like, ah, but, but, oh, I just want, and it's like, just try it. Mm-hmm. Just try it and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. If it crashes totally. and burns, it crashes and burns. But like, I don't know, it just sounds like I've never been a temp, but it sounds like that just like jumping into something and like, I don't know. Yeah. Just picking up what yeah. someone else is it's playing It's improv out. of the corporate world. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Yeah. And then sometimes, you know, there was a job that was so boring that I would fall asleep at my desk every day because yeah. they just needed a body there. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I literally played games on the computer and all the totally. phones went directly to the execs like so why no one I came in yeah i oh. but you know it was but for a hedge fund and i got and yeah oh. yep i read i got fed breakfast and lunch every day and i could take snacks home so for Damn. a starving artist oh my gosh. i had like cereal for dinner every night because it came from the vending machines at work that were free for me to use That's so hilarious. don't turn down temp jobs because you never know the perks that are going to be there yeah. so funny i love that <laughs> and you get paid weekly. There's the other nice part. Mm. Oh, true. Yeah, money's coming in a little more like quickly, Frequently. consistently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never done temp, but I've also never lived in a big city, so I've just like never really needed to, or lived in a place where that was really like a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're having such a great conversation. Yeah. Um, I think we have time. <laughs> I mean, we actually are over time, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore it. Well, <laughs> you cut out the bird thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Amy, I will not cut out the bird thing. How dare you? <laughs> They're not real anyway, Hannah. They're Whatever. not real. Birds aren't real. <laughs> oh. Neither are we. This is a life is a construct <laughs> are we in a simulation <laughs> yes. 
Oh, goodness. Um, okay, so if we have time for one more question, what's our, like, last Yay. burning question to chat with Amy about? I have all these things here. Babies, family, audition <laughs> fatigue, working, day job. Well, we already talked about day jobs. Places hmm. we've lived. What, Ooh, what are I don't want to talk about babies. Oh, you want to? Wait, you do or you I don't, don't want to talk don't. about babies. Okay, okay. We'll let mamas talk about babies. Babies are <laughs> off the table. Um, <laughs> babies off the table. Get that baby off the table. Tables really not talk about them. <laughs> Let's just say babies should not be on tables. <laughs> okay so places Uh, we've lived perfect um yeah I I mean you've done the LA thing which for a long time I was really interested in the LA thing and it was actually a moment in time um Lauren if you're listening me and my friend Lauren almost moved to LA together once and then I booked I booked Sense and Sensibility and Mm. I was like Lauren I'm so sorry I can't move to LA with you um Arizona do that to you yeah. yeah so um I didn't move to LA but there was a time where I was like really heavily pursuing it and I was I was kind of more thinking um, like the Disney route, but I'd love to hear more about LA. Actually, our guest next month lives in LA. So I also want to like pick her brain about it. But like, what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on like the different vibes of different cities and like where you felt most successful? I mean, you did both, you know, the LA New thing York. and the New York thing. Becky knows about the thing. Philly. Yeah. Becky yeah. knows about the Philly thing. So right. like, what are our thoughts on the different big cities and like kind of the vibes they give off? Um, I was... <sighs> I was successful as I, as I could be. Well, okay, so let's change the word successful because I think <laughs> that it, it, it harnesses a lot of um, expectation to it that we don't necessarily need to bring to our world. Right. I enjoyed myself in LA mm-hmm. and I worked consistently and I learned a lot about the arts and about creating and about um, who I was and what I, what I wanted, which is why then I moved to the UK. Um, but then when I lived in the UK, I, I want to go back to the UK. All I want to do is live in England. I want to die in Scotland. Like (laughs) that is my goal. Uh, That's what I want to do. Yeah. But outside of our abilities is the government that says you can't stay here. You have to go back to the U S right. So no matter how badly I wanted something, we don't always get what we want. Obviously. Um, I was also very career wise. I did very well in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I worked consistently yeah. um, in a lot of different theaters and a lot of different avenues. Um, I, I was able in Phoenix to do what my lifelong dream was, was which was to quit my office day job and mm-hmm. just create. So the day I quit in 18 to just be an actor, just, I say that with air quotes because there's nothing just about Theater. it. Theater, <laughs> not yes. <laughs> yes. To pursue what I wanted to do for my life, which was not sit behind a desk. Right. I felt unbelievably proud of myself. Yeah. So I think Phoenix was I the place I remember that. Yeah. It was amazing. It was yeah. amazing. It was amazing to say, I trust my skill set enough to not have to have a backup plan. Yeah. And, yeah. and Phoenix offered me that. And I would never have thought that when I was 25, 26, living in LA, when LA's the universe. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's, and Atlanta is huge and New Orleans is huge and Chicago is huge. And I have friends mm-hmm. in Seattle who work all the time. So I, I think it's about finding where you enjoy living because what we do is only part of how we spend Your our days. Life. Of course. Yeah. So if you hate where you live, but yeah, you get to go to the theater every night or great, but you also can get to go to the theater every night in a place that you actually love yeah. living. So yeah. I think that would be some cities have terrible vibes. I do not 
there are cities I'm not going to say here, but there are cities I will never want to live in. Yeah. No, I just, I've been there. Me. I've visited the and vibes, I never want to go back. I want to know the cities you hate. <laughs> Give me the tea. Uh, we'll do it offline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the thing. And I think yeah. you, but like I stepped out of the train in Edinburgh and I was, and I literally got chills and it was like the heavens opened and said, this you is where here. you belong. Yeah. 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 And so anytime I go somewhere that I don't feel that, I'm like, okay, I'm not supposed to die here. Yeah. I'm supposed to go back to Edinburgh. I'm so, yeah. That's so funny. Ooh, gosh. Catch me in Scotland. Where do I want to okay. die, guys? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> not thought about yeah. this. You are ahead so of me. Say, that would be my only thing. Is there? We can work in every place. Like, if you go where there's art, you will work in right. art. Yeah. And if we take out what is the expectation of being successful, which... I couldn't have done in my twenties and I couldn't have done in my thirties, but now when I'm like, damn, I've actually, I've done it. Like right. quote unquote, been a version of success. I think that's, that's how we should be thinking is what makes you feel successful and then pick where you want to go to do that. Right. Yeah. Cause you might be miserable in LA, Anna. You might hate it. I know. Right. And that's kind of the thing is like New York, Chicago. I mean, those are always on the table for me, but right. I always say to everybody, I hate being cold. So, but you're in black. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. I love it so much. That's but, why, there it is. That's why. But, I, but like with New York or Chicago, it's not that they're not off the table. I think that it's totally possible. And every time I visit, I'm like, oh, I could do this. But you know, I do hate being cold. Yeah. I don't know. I was about to say, two of the other coldest I, cities. I know. But here in Flagstaff, I don't have to walk to a subway when it's 20 degrees. Yeah. Your commute's not to, an hour. Right. My commute's not an hour. So yeah. it is tough. I, yeah. It, it's such a toss up. Obviously, I would love to like try it and try to do the, the actor thing in one of those places. But I don't know. I also love my my little city. I love my little my little flagstaff. So it, it's tough to decide. Yeah. How about Philly, Bex? Um, well, I don't really have a desire to, at least right now, make Philly my home. Yeah. Um, or my home again. Um, I've said this a lot in the past like month, but what <laughs> I am putting out into the universe is to be able to spend part of my time here in Flagstaff or a mountain town. I mean, or a mountain town, yeah, specifically wherever. Flagstaff. Yeah. Um, and the- <laughs> Um, and then also to spend part of my time in like New York City. Yeah. And that would be my ideal. And yeah. it's particularly totally. because of like the lifestyle of Flagstaff and yeah. the mountains and the outdoorsy nature. And then specifically New York City because of like I have friends yeah. there and also like Broadway. Like when I was there for a couple months. Um, you saw so many I, shows. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, random Tuesday. Great. Like, what can I quickly get like $40 tickets for? Or like, right. I don't know, cheap tickets. And it. Yeah. And oh. nothing makes you want to see theater more than seeing good ass theater. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and create good ass theater. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no reason that we can't inspire that same kind of it's Tuesday, what should I do? Let's go see a show. Yeah. yeah. In any city. Totally. In any town. Like that's the mentality that should be carried, not just to our major cities. Yeah, like, not it should be someone York. in Flagstaff going. Wonder what I should do now? Oh, Theatricos has something. Oh, Flag yeah. Shakes has something. Oh, let's go watch this. See a like, band. Go blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's go see some live music. I yeah. think that's if we can harness that and like which Flagstaff is pretty good about. I it can really see, is. I can see yes. something or go do something or be part of an event 
pretty if I wanted to at least every weekend day yep and often during the week if I if I would like to there's a good there's a good arts community here and not just it's one one of the reasons I love that stuff as well right right yeah there's aerial there's dance there's theater there's live music there's a fine arts like yeah Yeah. oh yeah it's so true so many gallery openings and like things like that to do yeah Oh, wow. That was a great conversation. Yeah. Yay. Yes. <laughs> we definitely went over by like a heck of a lot. That's, That's okay. okay. <laughs> All the bird people will donate to our people and they'll be like, thank you for funding us. And we'll say, yes, give us $50. The bird people. The bird people. <laughs> the Wait, bird honestly, people. guys, what if, what if our first sponsor was a <laughs> conspiracy a theory? Honestly, I'll take your money. I'll take your money. Money's just a construct. Birds yeah. aren't real. real. Birds are constructs. Money's a construct. Birds aren't real. If you want to support Untamed Shrews, which is the weirdest pivot. <laughs> what, if bird, what if Birds Aren't Real was like, hmm, yes, this women in like theater podcast them. that has like Shakespeare adjacent roots. Yes, we definitely want to support them. Well, hey, there are conspiracy theorists around Shakespeare, so everything goes hand yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. there's conspiracy theorists. There are people who think he wasn't writing. real. Oh, that could be a fun oh, podcast episode. That would be fun. Okay, what did we say? We said an audition episode. Yeah. We said, uh, yeah, Shakespeare this, conspiracy yeah. theories. They're good. There's true. There's like whole books about that. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, okay, wait. Weird one. He was born and died on the same day. Spooky. <laughs> well, we don't know the day he was born. No, that's true. So. We don't we don't know. But, but like we to assume believe that he's yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. We like to believe that he's that bookended about things. Yeah. yeah. Unless I mean, it's easy to remember. If I only have to remember like one it. date. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. Thank you, Gina, Anywho. for putting up yes, with this. <laughs> we did not ask her if we could stay longer. Oh my gosh. I love listening to you. <laughs> Also, I don't know if the world, I mean, have they heard Gina speak? That was Gina, everybody. Yay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. That's Gina, our audio engineer at Sun Sounds. She's Yay. the best. Huh, well, cool. thanks for listening. Oh, no, Becky, yes. that's you. Oh. Oops. Uh, stealing my lines. <laughs> stealing Becky's <laughs> lines. Thank you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what? There's your whole episode next, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening to this month's episode of Untamed Shrews. I'm Becky. And I'm Hannah. Join us next month for an episode with Renna Nightingale. She is an actress and a body positive force of nature. She just wrote a book. Um, She's a friend of mine. I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Um, Follow Untamed Shrews on our Instagram at Untamed Shrews Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival. All episodes of Untamed Shrews can be found on sunsounds.org the Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Please subscribe, leave us a review, or put us in your Instagram stories. Please help spread the shrew love. <laughs> we still didn't technically decide what the name of our of our uh, uh, following was. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, we should talk. We, okay, so on Instagram. <laughs> sorry, Gina. We, yeah, sorry, Gina. We had shroopies, as in shrew groupies. Mm-hmm. We got shrew crew. Shrew crew. What did my brother say? Shroompa Loompas. <laughs> Thank you, Cody. So You're getting your shout out. My brother Cody suggested Shroompa Loompas. And I feel like there was one there more. There was another one. Um, oh, there were. Shroozies. Shroozies. Like, like newsies. Yeah. Shroozies. Or groupies. I like Shroom Crew. Oh, oh. oh, there's Shroopies oh, and shroopies. then Shroozies. Shroozies, okay. Anywho, yeah. sh- I kind of like, sh- you know, Shroom like- Crew feels, I, I don't know. There's, it's got the I don't know, those Shroompa Loompas. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was the other one? Hold Becky Stall. Okay. Um, well, wow. This conversation with you, Amy, has just been so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. 
Yeah. Um, so your program right now, um, are you graduating? Oh, at ASU? At ASU, yeah. Are you graduating yeah. this year or? December. Is- December. December, okay. yes. Okay. And I'm actually, I didn't get to walk for my first one. So I am <gasps> forcing myself to walk. I'm not forcing, but I'm really what? excited to walk for this one. Yeah. What can Put I my ask? little banner on. Oh, yeah. Why weren't you able to walk before? If you, if that's a story you feel comfortable Well, we had sharing. to leave. Like, oh, they, oh. they were like, your, your program's over. We'd like you to leave the country now. <laughs> oh, please go. Great. And it wasn't like, hey, but like, we'd like to walk at a graduation. They're like, don't yeah. care. <laughs> no, thank you. And then I could have flown back um, in May and for, cause a couple of people did, but in the, like okay. the following May for the graduation, but I was okay. working at the time. So I did not. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'm so. back. Okay. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> okay. Little shrooms. Like, sh- like, like, like mushrooms, okay. cockashrudledoos, air shrewdites, like erudites. Wait, I don't even know what that is. Shrew's company. Okay. Which I kind of like. Oh, like two's company. Yeah, like two's yeah. company. Okay. And Motley well, three, Shrews. Yeah. I kind of <gasps> like Motley Shrews too. Oh, that's funny. Would Motley Crew come after us though? I don't nope. think. No. Uh, okay. Oh, because it's a pun. Because it's a spoof. And the word Motley, Motley Shrews, not- yeah. Okay. Motley I think if we if we like tried to use music copywritten or word, yeah. Okay. Well, cockashrudle shrews. That's just a nice opening. Cockashrudle shrews. Before every podcast episode. Cockashrudle. Okay. I do Shrew. Anyway, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Help spread the shrew love, guys. That was like a that was quite the tangent. Yeah. Okay. This episode of Untamed Shrews, starring Becky Zaritsky, Hannah Fonts, and Amy Bjorklund. Show art by Calliope Ludecker. Podcast theme song by Kate Slam. Podcast produced and edited by Hannah Fonts, presented by Flagstaff Shakespeare Festival, and recorded with Sun Sounds Arizona. Special thanks to our audio engineer, Gina Byers. Yeah, Gina. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Thank you, Amy. Bye, Amy. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. We didn't um, give Amy the chance to plug any of your things. Do oh, yeah. You... Hit us up. Hit us up. Amy, where can they find <laughs> oh, no. you? Pl- no, this is fine. I won't cut it out. Uh, give <laughs> us your Insta. Give us your website. Give us your everything. All of my handles are the same because I think you need to keep your handles the same so people can find you. Mm-hmm. So it's official underscore Amy, A-M-I-E, B as in boy. So official underscore Amy B is my TikTok, my Instagram, TikTok, 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 everything. And TikTok viewers love to watch people do things. Yeah. I love that you have a canning, <laughs> a canning TikTok. Yeah. That's the most you thing I've ever heard. You, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Okay, anyway. So yeah, that's where I am. Find me on the social. On the social. Also, find us on the social. Tell your friends. Untamed Shrews. Yay. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.